Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Family, today we're going to be continuing in our series, Be Thankful. We're continuing in our series, Be Thankful. And today I am I'm excited about this message because we're actually coming from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And we're going to begin at verse 7, verse 7, very familiar passage in, in, all, in our almost five years of ministry. Yes, it's family, it's almost five years that we've been together in almost our five years of ministry. I've never ministered from this passage as a text. Um, it's been a supporting scripture um, to, to other messages, but I've never ministered from this as a text. So I'm excited about what God wants to say to us today. Second Corinthians chapter four, beginning at verse seven and here the word of God reads, it says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed, always bearing about in the body, the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body, in our body. Today, we're going to speak from the subject. This is a vital reason. This is a vital reason a vital reason. Listen, this passage gives us a major reason why we should be thankful. It gives us a major reason why we should be thankful. Let's look at the very first verse, verse seven. Let's look back there again. It says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us and not of us. Listen, the treasure is the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. The light of the knowledge of the glory of God. In fact, in the previous verse, in verse 6, it talks about this light, which was actually shining in the face of Jesus Christ. So therefore, this light, which is the revelation, the revelation, the understanding of the glory of God, which we find in the ministry of the Gospels, of the Gospels. This is where we find this revelation, this understanding, the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. We find it there. This treasure is actually carried in our earthen vessels is carried in our earthen vessels. Now, our earthen vessels, which refers to our bodies, are fragile. Our earthen vessels are fragile. In fact, Psalm 39 and 11, the new, in the New King James Version, it says, surely man is a vapor. Surely man is a vapor. In Isaiah 40, uh, chapter 40, verse 6, still in the New King James Version, it says, all flesh is grass. All flesh is grass, which means that it's cut down and thrown into the fire. It's here today, gone tomorrow. These things are fleeting. So our flesh, which is fragile, is something that is fleeting. It is something that is here today, gone tomorrow. But watch this. This earthen vessel is not something that is durable 
or long lasting. It's not eternal. We understand that, right? We understand that we, we know from, from, the, from the dust we came, from the dust we shall return. We all understand that. So it's not meant to be eternal, not our flesh. It's also something that is imperfect. It's cracked or it's marred. It's marred. If you hear that term, some of you may relate it to Jeremiah. Remember when the Lord told Jeremiah to do what? To go down to the potter's house. Remember when he went down to the potter's house and when he got there, he saw the potter and he had his wheel going and there was a vessel on the wheel. And as he was tending to it, as he was shaping it, it was in his hands. And while it was in his hands, it was marred, meaning that it had an imperfection in it. At that point, he started to make it over again as it pleased him. But the marring, the imperfection stayed within the vessel, but it did not prevent the potter from using it. It did not prevent the potter from using it. What does that say to us? That says to us that even though we have imperfections, even though we're not perfect, even though we, we are just an earthen vessel, we still find ourselves being able to be used by God to carry his anointing and his glory. Do you hear me? God can still use you even with your imperfections, even with the things not being perfect, even with you making mistakes, making there may be cracks along the way. You may leak a little bit. You may, you're just not the perfect vessel, but God still uses you because he wants you to carry his anointing. You're perfect enough for him. You're perfect enough for him in your imperfection. He can still use you to carry his anointing, to carry his glory. And he, has, he wants you to know that. Listen, we must see that God still chose to chose us to carry forth the excellency of his power because only he could display it and not us. <laughs> he wanted us to carry it, but only he could display it. We can only carry it. We can only get it from one place to another. We can only bring it from one place to another, but he's the one who displays it. He's the one who puts it on show so everyone else can see. Everyone else can see. It's not meant for us to do that. We simply carry it. We simply carry it. We are like the delivery person that brings packages, just like the, the postman who, who deliver your mail every day, just like the, the carriers for Amazon. Oh my God, the carriers for Amazon. How many packages can you get in a week? It seems like every day Amazon is pulling up in front of my house. I mean, from shoes to, to, to vitamins to hair product. It seems like every other day Amazon is pulling. I really should have bought some stock in Amazon years ago. But there it is. That carrier is bringing a delivery. He's delivering a package to you. He's delivering a package to you. When you get the package, Package, you're excited. You're excited because of what's in it. So now you don't celebrate the carrier for bringing it to you. You're grateful that he brought it, but you celebrate the sender who sent you the package. Isn't that right? So just like we are earthen vessels who carry the anointing, who carry the glory of God. Listen, we don't get celebrated for carrying it. We simply bring it to the person and they look at it. They receive what we give. We, we are messengers to bring the message. They, they receive it. They're excited, but they glorify who? They glorify God because he is the one who sent it. 
He's the sender of the message. So therefore, we look at that and we understand that they are sent, that they receive the message. We simply are the vessel. We simply are the vessel. But he receives all the glory. All the glory belongs to him. All the glory belongs to God. Look with me at verse number eight. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We're not in despair, even though we are troubled on every side. Watch this. But, but we, we won't be crushed. We won't be crushed. You see, this is what distress means. It means that you won't be crushed. You won't be capped in. You won't be closed in. It means that you won't be in a place where, where, where you are going to be pressed down and you cannot get over that situation. situation. Listen, you may feel pressure from all around and it may feel like the walls are caving in, but you will not be crushed. Let me say that again. You may feel as though the walls of life are crushing in on you or caving in on you, but you will not be crushed. Do you hear me? You will not be crushed. Listen, you will not be hedged in where the Lord will not make a way of escape for you. You will not be hedged in where the Lord will not make a way of escape for you. Listen, the Lord is going to bring you out. Do you hear me? The Lord is going to bring you out. Listen, there may be some things that are difficult. There's some things that are hard. You wish you hadn't gone through it. You wish you hadn't been in that situation. You look at it and say, oh my goodness, why in the world did, did I make that financial decision? Why did I make that 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 uh, 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 economic decision? Or why did I make that that vocational decision? Why did I go do that job? Why in the world did I pursue that degree? Why in the world did I do this? I feel like I'm trapped in. Listen, you're not trapped. The Lord will make a way of escape. Listen, even when it comes to sin, and he said, listen, he'll make a way of escape so you'll be able to bear it. So even in this too, even in maybe a poor decision, even in a mistake, even in how somebody may have mistreated you, you will not be locked in to that situation. He's going to make a way of escape. Listen, you may have to learn something. You may have to grow in this process, but you're going to grow and get to where he's calling you to because he's going to make a way of escape. Listen, you're going to get out and say, Lord, I'm never going to go through that again. Lord, you'll never see me back there again. Lord, you'll never see me make that mistake. I will not open my mouth in there again. I will not go to that place. I won't sow my seed or my money there. I, you, you, you'll learn the lesson, but you'll go to the next place. You're not going to be trapped in it. You're not going to be trapped in it. You're not going to be locked in. He's going to help you make a way of escape, a way of escape. Now, here, here even though, even though we may face so some of the greatest, um, the greatest perplexities of our life, the greatest perplexities of our life where men try to trap you or judge you. We must know that God is always there. He's always there, able to support us and to deliver us and to deliver us. I would need somebody to type in chat. He is bringing me out. He is bringing me out. Listen, I know it happened. Yes, you made the mistake. Yes. These things took place, but you're not trapped. You're not locked in. He's going to make a way for you to get out. You're going to learn something and you're going to be able to teach somebody else. You're going to be able to teach someone else because he's going to deliver you out of that. 
He's going to deliver you out and watch. He's going to take you and put it in your mouth and you'll become a teacher to someone else. A teacher to someone else. Somebody type it. He is bringing me out. He is bringing me out. Now I want you to look with me at verse number nine. Verse number nine. Here it says, persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Cast down, but not destroyed. Even though Jesus was forsaken by God and man, you and I, we will never be forsaken. We will never be forsaken. Some of you say, well, Jesus was forsaken by God. Remember what Jesus said hanging on the cross? He said, Eli, Eli, labosabathini. And that was to say, which is to say, Scripture says, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He felt forsaken on the cross. He went through that separation for you and for me. And his friends, his men, the men he poured into, the men he taught that became his brothers, that became his friends. He said, no longer I call you servant, I call you friend. And all of them, virtually all of them, they left him. They left him. Peter when he was sitting there, he said, I'd never leave you. I'll be right with you. I'm ready to go with you unto death. And even the third time they, they confronted him, he started cussing and said, I don't even know the man. I don't know the man. And then the cock crowed and, or crude, and he knew that everything Jesus told him had come to pass. Other disciples, they went, ran and hid so that no one could find them. They were afraid they were not there for Jesus. He was forsaken by all. But glory to God, you and I. We're never forsaken. We're never forsaken. Oh, my goodness. Listen, good men and women may sometimes be forsaken by their friends as well as persecuted by their enemies. But God will never leave them nor forsake them. That's his word. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. He said, I'll never, he never leave them or forsake them. So in other words, God will never leave you nor forsake you. Do you understand me? I don't care what it feels like. I don't care what it seems like. God's not going to leave you alone. He's not going to leave you. Listen, other folks may have left you, but he's not leaving you. He's not leaving you. He's going to be there. He's going to be there with you. Listen, I, I know that, that, you may, that you may have gone through a lot. You may have gone through a lot of experience more than you ever thought you would. But I want you to remember. You have a but not that you can stand on. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.